It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, Simon Marcel. I'm laughing because I'm in a good mood because I just heard a story from a friend and that's a story no one should ever do, right? So basically, a friend of mine told me that one of his friends, who is married, bought a fur coat, not for his wife, but for some, I guess, mistress, and the wife just found out. And I was like, but who in the world would do this? You would have to really have your priorities mixed up to buy a fur coat, which I disagree of for many reasons, to not to your partner, but to some mistress. Ay, 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 ay. So, you know, and listen, if you ever have an idea like this, I mean, listen, join my podcast, La Confession. That, that's, that's where all that should go. Now, if you have a question for me tonight about your relationship, uh, call me now, 855-905-8255. I think we can work things out before you make a mistake like this dude. Uh, the lines are open. You know why I love the mix of, like, dilemma and love stories? Because, obviously... We know we're trying to help as much as we can each other when it comes to love better and, and protect ourselves or even dare. But every time I hear a love story, it reminds me that so many people out there are enjoying wonderful time together. So if you have a love story to share, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sandra. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. So you want to share a love story with me tonight. I do, I do, and it's it seems a little weird, but I just this touched me so much that I okay. just wanted to tell you and kind of just tell the world what a wonderful husband I have. Please, I'm all ears. So it was a you know a few months back, and I don't know if you got you know remember, but there was like a crazy snow squall storm thing happening, and my husband works from home. We live out in Long Island, and I work in the city, and. I went to work as usual and parked my car at the train station and the weather kept getting worse, but I had a deadline and I was stuck. And my husband texted me a few times and asked when, what train I was taking and his car was in the shop. So I figured he was just like kind of getting cabin fever. Well, I finally left work around eight and the snow stopped, but there was so much snow. And I kept thinking, oh my God, my car is going to be under snow. And mm-hmm. I get to the train station, the entire lot was filled with snowberry cars. And like people must have just left their cars and like Ubered home. And mm-hmm. I saw my car completely cleaned off and a pass shoveled out. My husband had walked three miles to the train station, shoveled out my car from, uh, from under all the wow. snow, walked back home in the snow. And on the hood of the car, he left his snow heart. Oh. Like the <laughs> I mean, that. That is going to inspire a lot of men to do the same thing, including me. That is what I'm talking about when I say romantic story. Sandra, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to give him credit, though. You got to give him the credit. <laughs> so, thank you, Simon. Thank you so much, and have a good night. Thank you. It's funny because you hear a story like this, it just go, wow, you know, just so romantic. And then I just got a, an Instagram DM with somebody also needs my help, but who is in a friend situation and have a dilemma. So let's talk about that friend situation next on The Rendezvous. So if you have a question for me, but you can't call me or leave a message, just send me an Instagram DM, for instance, at Rendezvous Radio. Trisha, what is going on with Brittany tonight? Brittany says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brittany. I don't know what to wear when my friend with benefits comes over. I don't want to get too dressed up because it's not a date and I don't want to seem like I'm trying too hard. But I also don't want to be too casual. 
Simon, if you were in a friends with benefits situation, what would you want the lady to wear? <laughs> that is a funny question. What would I want my lady, if I was in a friend situation, to wear? I'm going to tell you that next. Stay with me. So I just got that Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio from Brittany who says, you know, she's in a friend with benefits situation. Her friend is coming over. What should she wear? Uh, for the friend coming over, and what would I think I would want if I was the guy? So, listen, I think that if he's coming over, you don't have to do extra. Just be yourself. A pair of jeans, T-shirt, that's enough. Why? Because remember, guys are not so obsessed by the outfit. (laughs) So if you get my drift, they're more interested of the rest, which is really you. So whatever makes you comfortable because it's at your house. You guys are not going out. So because it's at your house, I would be casual and uh, ready to mingle. <laughs> That's what I would like. Anyway, as you can tell, I'm willing to answer any of your questions. 855-905-8255. The lines are open. If you have a doubt, something about your relationship you're not sure of and you want my insight, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Athena. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on with you tonight? Okay. Um, I have a guy. His name is Greg, and he's interested in me. He's more of a friend because we haven't gone outside of the the friend zone. But, like, he has everything on my wish list. He's the perfect guy. But he lives long distance. Mm -hmm. And I think that has to do with maybe why we haven't taken our relationship to the next level, or our friendship, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, so recently he was in town for the um, Christmas holiday visiting his father, which is only about 20 minutes from my house. Okay. Now, a week prior to that, I started becoming friendly with a guy on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He direct messaged me after he saw a picture and we've been communicating back and forth. Mm-hmm. While I was on my date with Greg, Mm-hmm. I come to find out that he and the IG guy that I have the hots for, they know each other. <laughs> so my question is, do I stop talking to Greg and not see where the relationship could possibly go? Because I really want to get to know the IG guy, whose name is Tony, mm-hmm. or do do I not take the chance with something that, you know, might not turn into anything with Tony and just be safe and go with Greg since he likes me? The thing is, you know, long distance relationship is never a reason why people don't become romantic. The reason, Athena, I don't think you got boyfriend, girlfriend status is because you're not attracted to him romantically, right? You're right. I'm not, but I'm trying to make myself. But but no, please don't. No, life is too short. So Greg is out. Greg is a friend. You've never had Ulala with him. You don't owe him anything. Guys are friends. Now, Tony, which you said you had the hearts for, I think that you should get to know him. You have to go with your heart. You have to go with your soul. You have to go with your intuition and never, ever force yourself to like somebody because there's some perfect list of the qualities he has. Either you want somebody or you don't. Plain and simple. Okay? Okay. So do I just tell Greg, let's just stay as friends? Yes. Just say, Greg, listen, what we have is precious. It's called friendship. It's an expression of love. Non-romantic. Let's keep it friends. And if he ever asks you about Tony, you tell the truth. You say, yeah, I I started to communicate with him. I like him. And that's it. (sighs) 
Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Good luck with you and Tony. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Bye-bye. You know, that call leads to a great question. What's more important to you when you meet somebody or when you get to know somebody, that they fill up your wish list or what you feel in your heart? Let's talk about that next. So here's a question for you. Let's say you're single. Let's say you have met two different people. One has all the qualities on papers. So let's say, you know, usually it's like has a good job, good education, kind, close to his family, family orientated, um, very joyful, very gentleman, uh, and uh, wants to, you know, maybe, you know, marry you or, you know, and is all into you. The wish list is fulfilled, but you don't feel it. You don't feel the spark of romance and ooh-la-la, even though the wish list is complete. And try to force yourself to like this guy. Or should you go for a guy who doesn't answer half of all those important uh, facts on the wish list, but hey, you feel the spark of desire and you want to kiss him passionately. So what should you go with? The list of qualities on papers or what your heart feels? I'm going to tell you that next on The Rendezvous. Here's the dilemma. You've met two people, you're single. One has all the qualities required by your wish list. Good job, family orientated, wants to be with you, you know, uh, marry you, kids, the whole thing. But you don't feel much sparks for him. You don't really desire to kiss him passionately. The second, not half of the qualities you have in the first, but hey, what can you say? Your heart, your soul, you want to kiss him, you want to cuddle with him, you, you want him. But he's not on paper, that's good, he's not. So what should you go with, the list of qualities on papers or what your heart feels? My advice is always go with your heart. Never force yourself, convince yourself that a guy or a partner who has all the qualities on paper is the one for you. I'm sorry, because love is not logical science. It's a feeling. Any questions about that or your relationship, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brandy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brandy. How can I help you this evening? Uh, so my question is, um, I, I've been dating my boyfriend for three years. Um, he looked very different when we first started dating. He's lost some weight. He doesn't have a beard anymore. And now he looks very 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 similar to my brother and my mm. question is is there a way that i can move on from that or is the relationship well, kind of over because that's just creepy i mean is th- this is not your brother this is a different man so i understand they look similar but i feel you're using this to get out of this uh which is a good reason if you don't feel it don't do it but brandy I mean, if, let's say, I'm dating you and you would start to look like my sister Judith, I would not, if I love you, say, oh, my God, you know, she's so close to looking, then, you know, because it's not the same voice, it's not the same personality, you know, and obviously, you know, your brother is your brother, your boyfriend is your boyfriend. So is there something else that you, you, you haven't told me that maybe there's other things that lately got on your nerves or you just want to move on? Uh, no, I guess what you're saying makes sense. I think that more than anything, what's bothering me is how many other people are like bringing it up. And it's kind of getting to the point where it's like every day somebody's like, oh my gosh, Josh looks just like your brother. And I think that that's what's kind of weighing on me. And But, but is that a good reason to break up with somebody? No, you're right. I don't think, no, it's not. So... No, that's not a good reason to break up with somebody. <laughs> so, so Brandy, what is the real reason you want to break up with Josh? Because there is something you haven't told me. 
I mean, maybe I just haven't really fully accepted it, but maybe with all of these changes, we've just grown apart. That's it. You just, you've grown apart. So there's a distance between you and him that is created, and the similarity to your brother is an excuse to get out of it, and the people it knows you with. But if you were still madly in love with Josh, you would stay with Josh and tell them people to just shut up. But you don't. So just one final question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much right now are you still in love with Josh? Uh, like a 5, That's I guess. it. Yep. So listen, that's a good reason not to stay with someone. Life is too short, Brandy, to stay with somebody you don't love anymore. And all you got to say is, listen, I don't feel it anymore. What do you mean? Just, I'm sorry, it's time for us to be friends. And just like that, you have the freedom to find somebody that can be your partner that you are all into. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much for your call. And uh, I'll let you decide what's best, but you got my advice now. Okay. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Brandy, and have a good night. You too. Question for you. Would you stay with somebody if your level of in love on a scale of 1 to 10 was just 5? And let's talk about that next. Say you uh, are in a relationship and you've been there for a while and um, you ask yourself that tough question on a scale of 1 to 10, how much am I in love with him or with her right now? And the answer, like my last caller, Brandy, said it's 5. Would you stay with that person if the feeling of in love, the loving feeling of it's just five instead of being eight, nine, or ten? Because you've got to ask yourself, is the grass greener next door or is it going to be five again? Or my life is too short not to take the dare to be courageous to break up, go through the sadness, and then try to find somebody where my loving feelings will be closer to ten than closer to zero. That is a difficult question to answer. I'm going to share my answer and my experience on this so you can then judge. Do you like me or do better than me? That's next. If you look at your relationship and you say, you know, I still love him or love her, but it's just a 5 out of 10. Are you the kind of person that goes, it's good enough for me because it's familiar, predictable, reliable? Or are you more like me who says, life is too short to not feel 7, 8, 9. And if I've been feeling 5 for too long, it's time to change partner because I don't want to waste my partners or my time if I don't feel at least a seven. And so my advice when I look at my, my life is I'm glad I took that chances sometimes to, you know, break up with somebody or somebody broke up with me because I really think that since we have about, what, 90 years to live, maybe 95 for some, we have to have as much love as we can and be as honest as we can with ourselves. I believe in true love, not comfort love. That doesn't work for me. Now, you decide what to do, but you know what I think. Any questions about your relationship, 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, don't wait. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Hope. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Hope. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, you're a man, and this is your department, so I'm hoping you can help me. Um, my husband and I, um, he's a great guy, and he's really romantic and sexy, and he likes to have ooh-la-la uh, very spontaneously, and I think it's wonderful, but I don't really know how to ask him to shower before we have 
ooh la la because I don't want to kill the mood. But um, at the same time, hygiene is really important to me. And, um, sure. you know, let's just be honest. There's just certain things I needed to have just a nice, you know, I just take it through the car wash. Just, let's, you know, hygiene yeah. it up. <laughs> the car wash. I like that. <laughs> I don't right, want to kill the mood. You know what I mean. So, well, l- listen. You you can't have it all. So you're gonna you're gonna have to tell him once. Basically, um, you know, it's more important that we all learn from each other. So yes, next time, say, listen, hey, you gotta take a shower. Maybe we take the shower together, right? So we we both jump in the shower. Everybody gets you know in the right mood, and you know you get my drift in the shower. Can wonderful things can happen. And then you just make sure that there is no ooh-la-la without any shower, and he'll understand. So the first time, he said, come on, let's go to the shower first. But you go with him, so he doesn't feel like he's punished, so he doesn't feel rejected. Yeah. He feels like it's a, it's, a, it's a little appetizer, or it's a little, what do you call it in France, aperitif, uh, something like that. And I think he'll get it. I'm a guy. If you told me that, I would get it. I would laugh and go with you to, to take a shower, and then it'd be fun. And then I would think it's very uh, erotic. Idea. Yes, you know. So I think that okay. would work. Okay, good. That's that's actually a great idea. All right. Well, enjoy the shower. Enjoy it all. And, and I hope that helps you. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. Last question for tonight. Would you let your partner put a GPS tracking app on your phone? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. So here's a question for you. Let's say your partner maybe is insecure, maybe is jealous, maybe just controlling... Would you let that partner put a GPS tracking app on your phone so they know at all time where you're at? I really wanted to know this and actually posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio and here are the results. 57% of you said, no way, that's weird. But 43% said, do it, I got nothing to hide. Now, let me tell you that in my case, I have nothing to hide. But I'm not a fugitive, and I don't need to have a GPS tracking app on my phone for you to know every day where I'm going at all. Without trust, there is no relationship possible. Trust is the oxygen of a healthy relationship. So that's my last thoughts for tonight. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.